God save the queen. The Meghan Markle and Prince Harry debacle. Plus, I'm going to tell you what to expect coming up in season eight of the podcast. That and more coming up today. I'm Steve Freeman. This is the Steve Freeman Podcast brought to you by Found. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. My heart was a little broken last week when I found out I received an email that my personal banker, the person I've banked with, I have banked with the sports and entertainment division of Regions and Legends Bank here in Nashville for the last 12 to 15 years. And that whole time I've had one person that has handled all of my banking. And she emailed me last week and let me know that she was leaving and going into another field. And those of you that have to deal with banking, especially when you're self-employed, it's always so good to have that personal relationship at the bank. They help, they, they keep track of everything for you and they help you. Well, I'm losing that. And it's a good thing that I have my friends at Found because they are absolutely the best when it comes to business banking for the self-employed. Because when you're self-employed, you need to separate your business banking. You need to track your income and business expenses. And you need to do complicated self-employed taxes, which, hey, the tax man cometh. He is just around the corner. He's going to be knocking any day. And what Found does is they take care of all that for you. So you can focus on the parts of your job that you love, right? Now, what do you get with Found? Well, it's full-featured business banking, a regular business account. You get a business checking account, business debit card, direct deposit, ATM access. It's also an all-in-one business income and expense tracker. You get automatic expense categorization. You get custom categorization rules, receipt capture, a note log, so that right there on your phone, when you're doing expenses, you can capture it and save it right there with your account. You can import transactions from other sources and invoicing like this new invoicing program that we're using here at the company, we can import it straight in there. Helps us with our expenses. Found also has comprehensive and easy to use tax features, including a custom tax bill calculator, dedicated tax savings account, intelligent tax withholding, and auto generated Schedule C when it comes tax time. And that is invaluable. Plus, you can do in app tax payments, you get real time business reports. Bottom line, if you're self employed like me, you're not going to find a better partner for your business than Found. Keep your business safe with Found. Their FDIC insured and real-time transaction notifications will keep you on top of any and all activity, especially suspicious activity. You can open an account in minutes for free. There is no credit check, there's no minimum balance, and there are no monthly fees. Get signed up with Found today. Go to get.found dot app forward slash Steve Freeman. That's get.found.app forward slash Steve Freeman. There is a link in the description and in the show notes of today's podcast. Go check them out, especially if you're self-employed. You won't be sorry. Get found. Well, we did it. Welcome to the season finale, season seven. I cannot believe we've been doing this now for over three and a half years and seven seasons. Uh, a, a little bit of what I want to talk about today coming up in just a few minutes. 
Um, I want to tell you, I've been sort of vague about everything that's going on um, and, and content wise and, and schedules and, and where things are. I'm going to try to clear a lot of that up in today's episode so you know what to expect coming up in season eight, which will launch Monday, March 22nd, basically a week from Monday. There will be no podcasts next week. We might throw together a best of season seven. I don't know. Fact of the matter is, leaving for California today, uh, it's my kid's spring break, so we're all going out to the house in California, and I really, I, I would love to use this downtime this next week to just kind of hang loose and relax. I've got, still got a lot of work to do on the studio in California, but we're going to talk about that coming up in a minute. So what to expect coming up in season eight? We'll talk about it in a second. One of the things I want to talk about today, the topic that everybody is talking about, is the Oprah interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Now, a lot of people think, why do people even care? Why, why do average, ordinary human beings care about the royal family, care about Meghan Markle specifically? Now, listen, I was a huge fan of Suits. Suits was one of my favorite television shows of all time. I miss it dearly. But I never liked her on the show. So let me, let me put that out there to begin with. I was never a huge Meghan Markle fan. I, it just wasn't. I, I'm just not. Wasn't, not, probably will never be. But people around the world have a fascination with the royal family. And here's why. So many things in our life change. Everything in our life changes, really. I mean, even when you look at the United States, we've got, you know, everything changes. Our, our, our local government officials change. Our president changes. Our senators change. Our congressmen change. Our state legislature changes. Heads of companies change. Like I said, my banker left. I'm dealing with the change. Everything changes. But one of the main things that stays consistent and stays the same is the royal family. And Queen Elizabeth is, what, 94 years old, has been queen since everybody listening to, there's nobody listening to this podcast right now that was, that has not known anyone else other than Queen Elizabeth. And of course, you've got the series The Crown out there which I love too. I, I, but, but the reason that show's so popular is because people have a fascination with it. And so it's, it's tabloid fodder that even normal people that wouldn't subscribe to the tabloids and do that sort it, it's you it's interesting. Because it, number one, it's a lifestyle that less than 0.1% of people will ever understand, they'll ever know. It seems glamorous from the outside. It's royalty, it's kings, it's queens, and, and, it's, and it goes back and it's the history of it. I, I was telling a friend of mine that's from the UK yesterday, I, I like the fact that there is a royal family. I like that there is a Queen Elizabeth. Because something in our lives is stable, something is the same, even though I have absolutely no connection to them whatsoever, I'm not involved with them, just like millions of other people around the world, it's a constant. It's one of those things we just like knowing is there. And so when I find, I did not watch it when it aired. But the next day, I jumped on the, the CBS app and I watched Oprah's interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And I, if I'm being 100% honest, I, as I sat there and I was listening, 
I think the whole purpose of the interview that they were doing was starting to have an effect. It was starting to work because even I was sitting there going, golly, I mean, they're going to, why in the world would they not give their kid the title? Why would they pull all of their security back? So it wasn't necessarily their decision to just walk away. I mean, I started thinking all of the things that, that a lot of people were probably thinking. And then you listen to, you know, the depression that she went into and, and all this hardship. And you almost forget for a second that she's an actress. B-level actress, but still an actress. And I watched the whole thing and I walked away from it and I felt a little sorry for them. The whole thing with the race, I, it, that, that bothered me a little bit because it's like, look, there are a lot of cards you can play. Why, why do we have to lay that one down on the table? I just, I don't think that does anybody any good. I think it does a disservice to everybody. There are certain things I believe, no matter who you are, that should be private and should be kept to yourself, especially conversations of that nature. There's no need to put that out into the public view. There's just no need for it. So I found that a little troubling because I think she also knew that was going to be a, a, a trigger point for Oprah. And that's what the entire interview became about. And if she was going through the things she said she was going through, she was feeling the way suicidal, all that. She said she was, you know, feeling all that different way. If that was what was causing you to back away, to me, it, it, it diminishes all of that when you throw the race card out there. Because that overshadows everything else. And so I watched the interview. Then my, my best friend, David, called me. He said, hey, did you watch? And he's from there. So he said, hey, did you watch the, the interview? And I said, yeah. And I told him, I said, you know, I started to feel a little sorry for them. And he set me straight really quick. And his almost verbatim, his words were, she wasn't kidnapped by Al Qaeda. I mean, she was living in the lap of luxury. She now, yes, she had to give up a huge piece of herself to be in the royal family. And, you know, she even compared herself to the little mermaid that lost her voice, but found the prince and eventually found her voice again. And I don't know if she thought that talking to Oprah was finding her voice again. But he's like, look, she wasn't kidnapped by Al Qaeda. I mean, and being tortured, that's not the way that it was. And, you know, and then he's, then he goes into it. He started speaking truth and, and overcoming a lot of the illusion that she was throwing out there. And he's like, look, she said she didn't know nothing about the Royal family. Didn't, didn't know you're supposed to curtsy before the, I know you're supposed to bow or curtsy before the queen. If you've ever, if you've ever watched a second of television you know that you're supposed to do that. And we all have a basic fundamental understanding of what it means to be in the royal family. What there's, you might not know what their roles are, what they do, why they do this, how much. You might not know all that. But all of us have a pretty general consensus of what to do in those situations. She said she had no idea. And then, but nobody was also, nobody provided that to her. And my buddy's like, look, you've been, you've been given the opportunity of a lifetime. Wouldn't you do your own? Why were you waiting on somebody else to help you through this process? You're a grown adult woman, fully capable of learning these things for yourself. And the more I watched it, I just, I, like I said, I like the fact that there is a royal family. I like the fact that there's a monarchy for whatever reason. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like I said, it's that stable thing that always stays the same and all the history that comes along with it. And if you watch The Crown, then you're really into it. 
But after talking with, you know, other people, getting some opinions, especially being on TikTok, there are some of the funniest videos right now on TikTok about this that I have ever seen in my entire life. But, you know, one of the things that I find just so disrespectful was, especially when she played the race card, to say anything or allude to anything that would make the Queen of England at 94 years old, having gone through everything that woman's gone through. Think when you think about what that woman has gone through, what her family has gone through, what, what the kids, William and Harry, have gone through, what Charles went through. To have that utter disrespect thrown back in your face and force the Queen of England to release a statement the next day saying that she was hurt by what was said and that she can guarantee you there's, no, there's not anyone in their family that is racist. To force the Queen of England, and I think it's the broader scope there, is that one of the things that really frustrates me now that I've sat on it and I think about it a little while, and I, really, I wanted to talk, because this is huge. As far as pop, cult, pop culture, this is huge. But what I see happening is what I see happening all over the world. I see it happening in the music business. I see it happening in every area that I'm involved with. We don't look for opportunities to raise the bar anymore. Meghan Markle spent an hour with Oprah lowering the bar. Whether, for whatever reason it may be, whether, whether it's personal, maybe she got into something she didn't quite understand fully. And sometimes we get ourselves into situations that we think we know what we're getting into, and then we get fully into it, and then we realize this is not what I thought it was going to be, and this is not what, how I really want to live my life. And now there's a way to approach that. Doing what they're doing the way that they're doing and being very public about it and airing dirty laundry, if you will, I don't think is the way. I don't think that is the way that you raise the bar. I don't think that is integrity. Getting other people to feel sorry for you, I don't, that's not raising the bar. That's not integrity to me. There are, there are ways and situations in which that whole thing could have been handled. But I think the broader scope of what I'm talking about is the lowering of the bar. We, we look around and instead of, of being a society today where we think, how can we make things better? How can we be better? That's not our intuition. Our first intuition is to look at those that are and tear them down so that we lower the bar so that everybody feels comfortable. So that you may not have to work as hard, but the bar is not as hard. So it doesn't matter. You have just as much chance at success as this guy over here that works his ass off. And we, we talk about and wonder how we move forward. I think the first step that we have to concentrate on and we have to do better at is focus on raising the bar again. Setting things just out of our reach so that we still have something that we're trying to achieve, so that we're, we're trying to be better. And when that bar gets lowered in almost every area of our life, the expectation level is set so low, we achieve to nothing. We aspire to nothing. We lower that thing so low that it's almost easy to obtain. And that gives us a false sense of security. It gives us a false sense of accomplishment and achievement. And it causes us to settle. I have never been one to settle. I, I, I cannot settle. Number one, I can't sit still. I can't settle. I won't settle. 
Now, I will argue I've talked many times and, I, and I've, I've even encouraged you guys to do this. I think you set the bar high. Now, set the bar high, but don't set it out of your range. Don't set it so far that it's impossible. But don't set it so low so that anybody can reach it. We're dumbing down our society. And in the process, we're dumbing ourselves down. We are reducing something that God made to be so powerful, so intelligent, so free-thinking, free-willed, and we're dumbing ourselves down. And when I watched that interview, that's what I saw. I saw hundreds of years of the bar being high, being lowered. And I just didn't appreciate that very well. I went back and watched the interview again after talking to my friend and after realizing that she's an actress. I stepped out of their personal situation and approached it for what I think it really is. And that is a ploy to stay in the limelight. Look, they've gotten $100 million in the last couple of months from Spotify and from Netflix. If you, if you were not doing all of this for publicity, then you wouldn't do any of that stuff. And I guess it makes me wonder, what price are you willing to pay to do something like that? To throw dirt on the royal family? These, these people have had enough dirt thrown on them over the year. And from what I understand, the, the, the UK press does a, a fairly good job of that themselves. But I just don't think that throwing dirt and shade on the Queen of England at 94 years old after everything she's been through, I just don't think that's a good look. And I think this is going to be something that's going to come back and bite both of them in the ass. Big time. She threw out too many things that were either people cannot verify. And you would think if, if all of that were true, that you would make sure you were spot on. And that you had your I's dotted and your T's crossed. And not throw out generalities. No, we're going to say this happened, but we're not going to say who it was. That's very easy. That's very easy to do. Blind blame is simple. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks. All of the different members of the royal family are having to release statements. Look at, look at the position that it's put Harry in. Basically, he's going to be ostracized from his family, from his grandmother, from his father, from his brother, from his grandfather, from his, I mean, everybody. I mean, she, this, this one person has single-handedly removed this person from their family and is now saying things publicly that just make mending those wounds and healing those wounds damn near impossible. And you got to wonder, somebody like that, what's the goal? Why would you do that? Somebody only does that if they see themselves more valuable as one than the, the, the sum of the whole. And I think that's what I witnessed when I go back and I watch clips from that interview. As I see one person that thinks they are more important than the whole. None of us are more important than the whole. None of us are greater than the sum of our parts. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll keep an eye on it and see what happens. All right, since this is the finale of season seven, 
Um, I want to tell you, there's been so much going on as I rub my forehead in agony. There has been so much going on. Look, season eight is going to kick off Monday, March 22nd, basically a week from this coming Monday. And some of you that are not listening on the day this comes out, you're going to be lost in time. That's, so I'll just say March 22nd, Monday. There's a lot going to be happening that day. As much as I gripe, moan, and complained about it, I have missed the video versions of the podcast. Being, moving out of our studios, having some stuff here at the house in Nashville and having some stuff at the house in California where we're moving has been difficult. And it's made it where doing video versions of it, it's just, just impossible. But video versions of the podcast will be returning on Monday with the launch of season eight. Now. Where will you be able to find those video versions of the podcast, you ask? They will not be uploaded to my main YouTube channel. We have started a brand new YouTube channel, and that's where all podcast-related video content will be. Now, I will also tell you there will be more content on this channel than just podcast episodes. We're working on some special features and some things like that that will also be content that will be uploaded to that channel. That channel you can find, there is a link to it in the show notes in the description of today's podcast. I'm going to put a link to my main channel. I'm going to tell you about that in a second, but I'll also put a link to the new Steve Freeman Podcast YouTube channel. If you want to find it on the fly, it's youtube.com forward slash the Steve Freeman Podcast. Very simple to find. Go over there and subscribe, turn on notifications so that you get notified when new episodes are available. Also coming back with season eight are interviews because I don't like just doing audio interviews. I don't know why I could do them. I I just, I don't know why I like the video aspect of that. So we've got a shalou of guaranteed. That's the only time this week you're going to hear that word. We've got a shalou of guests that are coming on in season eight. And we've got some powerhouse guests coming on. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to video versions being back. Again, you can find the link to the new YouTube channel where all the video versions will live in the show notes in the description or go to youtube.com forward slash the Steve Freeman podcast and subscribe to that channel. Turn on the bell icon, hit the bell icon so that you're notified when all of the new video episodes and other content that's going to be uploaded to that channel goes live. Now, listen, Monday, it's not only just the start of season eight, it's, it's a complete change. It's a complete change in my life and everything else that's going on. Now, on the main channel, I will not have podcast-related content anymore on that channel. I'm going back to creating content that I was making for several years when I was building and growing that channel, and I've alienated it for the last two years. We we had podcast episodes on there, but that's not going to be there anymore. I'm going back to making regular-style content. There's going to be a vlog once a week. Uh, and then regular content on music business stuff, on cars, anything that interests me, basically. I, there's not really going to be a theme to my channel, so it's not all going to be about this. It's not all going to be about that. It's going to be about whatever I want it to be about. Now, I guarantee you it's going to be interesting. And we're going to have some really cool stuff on there. Some different segments. I'm going to be doing some different interviews with people. All of that stuff will be on there. I, y'all know how much I love cars and motorcycles. There's going to be some supercar and hypercar content on there and motorcycles. And I've been doing a lot of rides out in California with my fellow 
uh, members of the Ducati Riders of Orange County Club. I'm going to have a lot of content surrounding that because it's just cool. It's fun hanging out with those guys. And for me, it's time to start making content. And this is going to sound horrible, and I don't mean this in any way. So if if you take this in any way, don't take it badly. But I've reached a point where in order to continue to want to make content, I've got to make content for me and not necessarily for you. And I got wrapped up in that for a very long time, worrying about what I think you guys want to see, what you guys want to hear, chasing the algorithms, doing, I'm not doing that anymore. I simply want to make content that I want to make. Now, I hope that content is enjoyable to you. I hope it entertains you. I hope it's educational. I hope you learn some things. But most importantly, I want to make the content for me because I enjoy the process so much. But I don't enjoy the process when I have to think, okay, well, who's going to want to see this? And why would they want to see this? I don't enjoy making that kind of content. But I do love making content. Also on March 22nd, the Outsiders VIP Club will officially be launching. And when you join the Outsiders VIP, there are going to be additional podcast episodes that are not uploaded to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, none of the regular podcast outlets. The only place you will be able to get it is if you are an Outsider VIP member. We're also going to be doing and hosting weekly live streams. Now that I'm going to have the studio set back up, we're going to be hosting weekly live streams for all Outsider VIP members. And that's where you, we can all hang out. You can ask questions. You can, we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about for as long as we want to talk about it. I'm going to pick a day of the week, probably going to be somewhere around Wednesday, and we will all get together. But you won't be able to access those unless you are an, an Outsiders VIP member. Those of you that are already on my mailing list, you're going to be getting some emails over this coming week that are going to talk about all this and give you a process and a lead in. All of you that were members of the Artist Development Academy, all of that content is moving now to my personal brand. Over 25 hours of educational content having to do with the music business. The Artist Development Masterclass, uh, songwriting courses, uh, educational courses on using machine and pro tools and all of that, all of that content, YouTube for musicians, all of those courses will now live under my brand. And so when you become a member of the Outsiders VIP, you're going to get access to member only podcast episodes every week, additional video content, access to the live streams, all of the content that was created for the Artist Development Academy, plus additional courses and videos that I will put up that will be exclusive to outsider VIP members. If that's something that interests you, make sure, number one, make sure you are on my email list. Make sure you're there because I'm going to be sending out a discount code later this afternoon. It may be in the morning, but, but maybe later this afternoon, first thing in the morning, I'm going to send out a discount code for new members. And with that discount code, you're going to be able to get an entire year's worth of access to everything for 50 bucks. And you don't want to miss out on that. I can tell you. The other side of this thing that we're planning is if, if, if everything goes according to plan and COVID is 
backing off and we're able to get back to normal, we're going to start having in-person and live event meetups for outsider VIP members only in different cities all over the United States. We got a lot planned and it all kicks off on Monday, March 22nd. And I'm pumped. I got a lot of work to do this week. It's supposed to be vacation, but I got a lot of work to do. This the studio in California is still not finished. I got, I've got stuff. I've got, I think I've got 17 boxes waiting on my porch at the house in California, all stuff for the studio, getting all of that arranged and, and getting it all together, getting the lighting right, getting all the cameras set up because it's going to be a multi-cam setup. So there, I think there's going to be three or four cameras. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about what the future holds. Having said all that, I want to say thank you again for what you guys have done for the podcast. When we started this journey a little over three years ago, I did this to, to, I started the podcast to fulfill something in me because I come from the radio business. And once you're a radio guy, you are always a radio guy. And I missed it. So I did this for me, not expecting anybody else to really get anything out of it. And now we've got millions of people listening all over the world. And I, I, I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate our sponsors. I appreciate our advertisers. What started with this one little podcast has now blown into a full-blown network. We have other podcasts on the network. You've got my podcast. You've got Jacob Young's Emmy-winning actor, Real Conversations with Jacob Young. He's doing some awesome things over there with his mental health podcast. He's interviewing some powerhouse guests. Those of you in the music business, uh, he's interviewed some, some Cody Jinks a couple of weeks ago, and that was a great interview. He had Luke Hawks on this week. Um, he's talked to so many different people. That's a great podcast. We just launched a brand new podcast with Jason T. Lewis uh, from Painfully Honest Tech. Has a YouTube channel, over 250,000 subscribers. We just launched his podcast. It's called the Painfully Honest Podcast. We've also got the Collar Club podcast. If you're a dog owner, pet owner, it's, it's the number one pet podcast. Go check it out, the Collar Club podcast. And we're adding even more as each, we're in negotiations right now for three or four really really good podcast. And guys, this is all thanks to you. 100% all of it is thanks to you guys for tuning into this podcast because it has allowed us to grow. It's allowed us to do other things. And what I'm looking forward to with the launch of season eight and creating all this other content is another opportunity for me to give back, to create even more content. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving a damn. That's really what it boils down to. Thank you to Found. Thank you to Performance Inspired Nutrition. Thank you to The Proper Gentleman. All of these companies you'll hear more about. And I also want to make it, I, I, every once in a while I get an email, people complaining about advertisements on the podcast and sponsorships on the podcast. I, I'm sorry, guys, but I, I, I have to do it. This, this is how you make a living. I have to do it. I have to make the time worth it. The large majority of you don't care and you understand it, but I want every single one of you to know we've turned down a thousand times more advertisement and sponsorship than you hear on this podcast because you're not going to hear the trimmers and the, all, all the, the other things that you hear and people that are just taking anybody's money. When I bring an advertiser or a sponsor onto this podcast, it's something I use. It's something that I believe in. 
it's a company that I want to help. It's something I have an interest in and something that I think will benefit you. So when you hear advertisements and sponsorships on the podcast moving forward, you're probably going to hear more of them. But please understand and know that. It's to pay the bills. It's to, it's to make sure that it can continue to come to you at the quality and frequency that it does. And it's not just anybody. It's something that I believe in. Like I said, we've turned down a lot of money and a lot of people because I will not just let my platform be used to, to basically shill for somebody's fucking beard trimmer. So anyway, all of that to say, guys, all of this is thanks to you. And I appreciate you. I love every single one of you. And I will see you for the launch of season eight. Monday, March 22nd. Make sure you're on my email list to, to, to find out the really in-depth details over the next three or four days of what's going to be happening. Plus, you can get that discount code for the Outsider VIP Club membership. Guys, thank you for being here. Again, thank you. I love you. Every, every single, each and every one of you. I'm going to go spend a week and have some fun building another studio. And I will see you guys with the launch of season eight. Until then, dream big. Work harder. Work harder.